Christmas really means to me. I am excited about Christmas because it means if my mother says no when I ask for lots of clothes, I can go to my dad. And if my dad says no, then I can ask my grandparents. And if they say no, I ask Santa and get it all. Okay. Oh, do I have to do a little joke here? <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't have a joke, but I want to understand the logistics of quite what that means. Santa. Is... How does asking Santa mean you get it all? Because her parents spoil the little rich girl and just give her whatever she wants, but they put Re- Santa's Read the name quote on again. It? Now I need to They all said okay, no. Okay. Yeah, if the parents, like. If, here's if, the thing. If, if mom says no, go to dad. If dad says no, go to Santa. Well, it's. Mom, then dad, then grandparents, then Santa. So everyone has said no. It's kind of like my sister today with her kids when we were at Target, right? Elliot Mm -hmm. picks up a toy Mm -hmm. and mom says, no, no, Christmas is coming. No, put your toy up, which means. I hated that as a kid. It'll probably be under the tree, right? Because Santa will get it for Because I don't want to wait. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's too close to the holiday. Right. So if everyone says no, then she'll just get it at Christmas. Does that? I think that's the logic. Yeah, but who, like, in, in the reality of this quote, it's actual Santa that's getting it, right? Does this kid believe in Santa? They're fifth graders. I don't think she does. These are babies. These are idiot babies. I hate these kids. Just say what book you're doing for. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait. Are we? Well, just say what book you're doing, and then we'll go. Are we going straight into it? No. D- say what book you're doing before the. Uh... We've never done it that way I before. I like that. I like that, though. I think I like that. No, we're not we going to try it the that way we, we do it. Shut up, Blake. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. We're not going to talk anymore. Fine. I'll just. <laughs> I, can, I can wait all night. Welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And it's me, Josh's shirt. And I don't <laughs> think we should. I don't think we could continue without talking about Josh's. I'm, I'm going to be wearing this shirt for the next two episodes. <laughs> it says, "This is my Hallmark Christmas movie watching shirt." And it is, and and uh, it, is, it has. Kittens and stockings on it. Yeah, the graphic is kittens hanging in stockings. Is this like a red bubble thing? Where this you is get this shit? clearly printed out on red bubble. Cafe my, press. My Not mom even. sent me this last year, I or at one time, and I think that it, night I got. <laughs> let's skip what I did. Skip, skip it. But needless <laughs> to say, it's now your December all month shirt for the rest of your my life. My favorite Hallmark movie. And I, I don't remember that. Rachel Lee Cook's in it. Ooh, she wow. is. And this goes back to something I talked about on the last episode of my love of movies about bookstore owners. She owns a bookstore that's like really hurting. And she sponsors the local hockey team. And she uh, there, there's a guy that uh, he's a hockey guy and they fight. And it says, local bookstore boss goes bonkers. <laughs> was the headline in the newspaper the next day. Because she, like, I don't know, like, hits him with, like, a folder or something. That's uh, good. No, it's great. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. This is my Hallmark. <laughs> what did it say? Can you read it again, Blake? This is my Hallmark Christmas movie watching shirt. Yeah. So Cats, cats and stockings for so some reason. Picture me just alone on my couch for the next yeah. 30 days. That's reality. Mostly. This is not Most, an ironic shirt. Mostly crying and watching <laughs> uh, Rachel E. Cook movies. I mean, it could, you could do worse than that. I was going to ask. I, I think this was a Hallmark or Lifetime movie. Can't tell the difference because it was on so long ago. Or maybe even just like a NBC if movie of the week. It's Christmas, probably Hallmark. It's Christmas. Yeah. But it's I think it's Steven Dorff and Patty Duke. And he was either kidnapped as a child. This sounds lifetime. Once there's a kidnap, once once there's crime involved. I can't remember if he was kidnapped or put up for adoption and tries to find his real mother. So I can't remember. But anyway, look for it. I'll check it out. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. I'm going to cross out Hallmark on here and write lifetime. (laughs) Did it have Candace Cameron or Rachel E. Cook? 
this would be in the early 90s, so... This is 100% a lifetime, because... Same question. There is not crime in... Uh, yeah, if it and if it didn't have those actresses. The only crime but, is stealing her hearts. But I haven't seen it in a million years, and I can't remember if he was kidnapped or if Patty Duke gave him away for adoption. Patty Duke. Did it? <laughs> Pretty sure it was Patty Every, Duke. No, no, I'm just saying everything you're saying is making me laugh. Did anyone own a Christmas tree farm? No, in the, in the in the movie. Okay, no, then that's it, it, it wasn't. The, 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 it wasn't no Hallmark. On, on film. Hallmark, it's very heavy that uh, really like hot single dads own uh, Christmas, Christmas tree, tree farms. farms. Yeah, like uh, I can just take this car, uh, this this tree myself, and put it. Pardon on my your rippling car. abs <laughs> as I carry it to your station wagon. Well, this is a great segue. So, speaking of Christmas trees, Josh, what book are we reading? We are reading. Week? Can you hand it to me so I remember the name? Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's Merry Christmas, Miss McConnell. And I'm sorry that I ripped. I don't know if I did that, but. I think it came that way. I, it was not in the greatest condition. I ordered it from like, um, thrift books on Amazon. This is, this is. This is a scholastic. No, also on, on the, on the inside cover, someone's written Merry Christmas and then. M and M. M plus M. So. That very cryptic. Yeah. This book has a lot of raps. I'm, I'm actually surprised that you didn't do a rap for the uh, opening. Oh, but yeah, also, could, have. could you have the not? Could you? Oh, have, do you but want me like, to rap like in like the white person style no. of the '90s, where it's like, "My name's Jessica, and I'm here to say I love Christmas, Christmas. Day." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. That I love Christmas time in a crazy way. I that, don't know. Oh, who's the author? Uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, O'Shaughnessy McKenna. <laughs> the last episode you called her the most Irish woman Yeah, yeah, of all yeah. Time. Uh, too Irish to yeah. live. That is exactly how that person was picturing her. It's like everyone in the 90s who did like uh, commercials for furniture stores that was like, I'm going to do a wickety wickety rap <laughs> for that. Like, it, it's that kind of rap. Like, it's all this done is... in that, like, rhythm and cadence. Right. Yeah. Always. Was just the the worst kind of putting finger questions rap. rap. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I do the beat the for every every single one of these? Yeah. Do you want to do you want exact... us to have them rap them as like bonus no, content? No. And <laughs> then later on, you can drop beats. Over I them? actually need complete silence during the beat. Blake has made. Three of these beats that are coming up every day for five summers. <laughs> but the beat, every time there's one of these white people raps, my name is such and such, and mm -hmm. I'm here to say, the beat is always this. <clears throat> five beats a day. Damn it. What, Sorry, what no, did no, I no. say? I thought, no, I fucked it. Uh, it's five beats a day for three th summers, not three beats a day for five summers. The Kanye quote. I made five beats a day for okay. three summers. Yeah, he's a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, go on. Sorry, rap, Blake. Do beats. Okay. The beat is always. And so on. That's mm -hmm. basically it. And then DC Talk just jumps in there and starts. They start and going then off. They start, they start <laughs> saying some racially troubling things. Uh, and then they talk about Jesus a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, before I guess we head into the book, uh, Josh usually has a theme beer, and coincidence, we both have the same beer on accident. We today. do, and oh, it's no accident. Is it even thematic? Because I was trying to force it. Like, so I say it's, no. it's called uh, peanut butter chocolate milk stout, absence of light, and maybe Miss McConnell taking away Christmas. Is an absence of light into our lives? This is a real stretch because once again, I went to the same. Brown Derby, I always go to that has like I don't know, like thirty individual beers, and they're all terrible. The one by campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I honestly need to go to the the wine center. Yeah, the or wine something. center. You yeah. gotta get new beers. Um, I here I can make the stretch for you. Okay. When Miss Jackson, their Ooh. pregnant teacher, leaves. <laughs> I am for real. Never met. Okay, sorry. Leaves uh, goes on her maternity leave. There's an absence of light from these children's yes. lives. It literally is in their heads. But is there really? We'll find out. Definitely. I guess I'll just kind of... I looked up just some information about Colleen O'Shaughnessy McKenna just to kind of learn about her. And some of the some of the book covers looked familiar to me. So I probably read some of her stuff before. I just don't remember it. But um, she was no stranger to tragedy as a child, her house burned down when she was 11, and her father had a stroke at age 32 and died from cancer pretty young at 52. 
she's still kicking. So maybe we can read another one of her books and have her on. <laughs> I love how we always say we're going to have we're, people we on. We are going to have uh, <laughs> f- future guests. Uh, what's her name again? I called uh, her. Uh, <laughs> I said, Yo, you know, this this hey. this dumb hey, Irish uh, bitch. <laughs> hey, hey, McShaughnessy, your, your books suck shit. Want to be on our podcast? Hey, uh, hey, old potato lady. Why don't you come on the pod? You don't have to leave any. <laughs> potato, no, anyway. potato, potato lady. Potato. That sounds Irish. like horribly. Potato. I'm eater. I'm Irish enough. Let me do you can my say potato. Let eater. me spit into the thing to make it uh, okay for me to be racist against the Irish. Okay, I guess. Anyway, she's uh she lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I hope she's a very important swing voter in the next election. <laughs> 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 me too. I hope she. Maybe show. she'll be the one. She'll be. She'll be the one. That swings it. So, I guess should we just drive right into this plot? Please do, because we are on a, we set a little time thing for ourselves. Oh, that's right. We, we set a goal time. Trying to make this a, a tight 45. <laughs> so, um, like I said before, the whole premise of this book, the main plot, is that their fifth grade teacher, the best fifth grade teacher in their Catholic school, Miss Jackson, is going on every time uh, every you know i'm gonna say that every we can't, time so we can't. I'm, I'm so sorry yeah, you're so good, you're good. don't it's, say it anymore i'm not gonna say it anymore their teacher's going on maternity leave and the kids are very nervous about her replacement because she's just the best teacher what what has she done to be the best teacher i don't know she's just like really sweet and kind and lovely Let's the kids. Let's them do gonna, their, their quote skit. Yeah, she's going to yeah. sponsor them in this dumb skit that they have planned and skit. that they think is really good. Now no, they call a, they they do call the skit. I was going to say, is it a sketch or a skit? It's a skit, and it's not okay as far as I know school related. But we'll talk about what this freaking skit is. It's but it's sponsored by. They have to have a sponsor, right? And I guess they do compete within themselves. But I thought it was held at the mall. It's kind of okay. Maybe the mall is kind of like we're their, back to the their mall. Ma- <laughs> no, we but can't maybe- <laughs> escape it. Hey, it's Christmas. Maybe their mall is kind of like Saved by the Bell's The Max, where they just have all their extracurricular activities. It's sponsored by a store in the mall called Skits Skits Skits. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens at the mall, it's definitely a skit. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, I, I think I said before, and I don't know if this is recorded or not, that my main thing about this book is that it's really about class. But uh, because our main character, Meg, her father was in an accident, um, I think, earlier that year where he fell off some scaffolding while at work and hurt his back. And he is now not working, has been working for a long time. Her mother got a job and is also working a second job at a department store. So she's hardly ever at home. And she has a friend named Gaylene who is rich and spoiled and entitled. And that was whose essay I read at the beginning (laughs) um, of the podcast. And she, for example, the girls went to get a nice um, gift for, they're throwing her like a little shower on her last day there before she leaves. So they want to get a gift for their teacher. And they like this really luxurious blanket. And Gaylene, these are fifth graders, by the way, like the Meg's mother, the main character. What? What teacher? Who's the teacher? No. What? I'm not saying it. <laughs> no, we're not. Can I? Doing can I also this. say it is Mrs. Jackson? Oh, I guess you're okay, right. It well, is because Mrs. this book is. Uh, you should have been saying Mrs. Because, all along. But I'll still say. Uh, Doesn't work. Because the, the book has to be like it cannot be a single woman yeah. having a baby. I guess Miss McConnell is single. Right. Like I, no, Mrs. I was going Jackson. to my notes and I got to Mrs. Jackson. I was like, right. oh, yeah. actually, sorry. But there's this like really plush, beautiful yellow blanket. But it's really expensive. And when Meg's mom sees the price tag, she kind of, you know, tenses up. And then Gaylene says, hey, no problem. I can charge it and you guys can pay me back later. This fifth grader has a credit card, carries her parents' credit card around. And this is also set in, well, the book was written in 1990. So that's insane. And that, that that's at a point when someone would take that card and say to a kid, you're a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? I, I think. Well, this was still but, an era when, like, credit cards were just, like, slid in that, like, thing. Like, does that make sense? Like, the little yeah, the, old the tiny machine that, machines that, that, that like, carbon press them? It. Yeah. The one I still use. And I still <laughs> use. Yeah. In emergencies, Barnes & Noble had them, too. No, 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 no I, I actually have I one have that used, I, I like yeah. the, the, like, one that, like, keeps a carbon copy. Yeah. yeah. No, I have one for when... If, if power or internet goes down or whatever. Yeah. Last and year on Small Business Saturday, fails. it went down and I had to do that. Like, Yeesh. it was horrible. But, no, now kids all have those those things. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I would 
They've all got chip cards. They've all got like, no, cards but, like, that their parents probably put money it, on for it, them. If a 12-year-old hands me a card now, I don't. I just swipe it, give it back, take their money. Actually, a 12-year-old just tries to like tap their iPhone on your your card reader. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, sir, you don't have, you can't you don't just have scan Apple, my phone. Apple Air Money or whatever it's <laughs> called. And you're like, it, it's, it's not one of those. Apple Air Money. I, I don't know that's not, not a thing. So like I'm laughing I'm, as if you've made a joke. It's a but, thing, but I... Don't, that may be the title. That may be what it's called. I've got Bit Air. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a thing too. So, Gate, um, let's get back on the book. I'm just gonna interrupt keep you guys. Going. No, We're keep going. To keep it a tight Please 45. interrupt. Okay, so just to give you an example of how horrible Gaylene is and why I think she might be the worst person ever, they're talking about another friend's gift wrapping on a package, and Gaylene nudges Meg and says, "Check out Raymond's wrapping paper, the Sunday Funnies." Don't tell me his dad was laid off again. And Meg gasped so hard that she started to choke. And then Gaylene goes, oh, Meg, I didn't mean your dad. I mean, I meant that Raymond's dad was always, but I never meant. <laughs> Watch your mouth, Gaylene. So Yikes. get every dad's name out of your mouth, Gaylene. <laughs> no, so he he's injured on the job. Yes. And so. But I don't know, like, I don't know about workman's comp. I don't know no, the situation but, uh, that so, they're in. So, so they talk a little bit. They, they mention, like, passing that he has some kind of workman's comp, but it's not enough. And so he's depressed at home doing puzzles. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about workman's comp. It's not enough. Right. It's like right, a certain right, right, percentage. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, so whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that That's the kind of, it's kind of, it's similar to like in Lady Bird. What's his name? Tracy Letts. The character Tracy Letts plays mm-hmm. in Lady Bird. It's just kind of home. He's doing solitaire on the yeah. computer, but he's just like kind of depressed because he doesn't have a job. And yeah. But what makes it worse in this case is that the father is in a lot of pain. So he's also right, taking no, pain yeah, pills. Yeah. So it's it's actually this book is like a very prescient book in that it predicts our current opioid crisis, I think. That's why I wrote down on the back page of my notes, dad, opioid addict, question well, because, mark, question mark, question mark. Well, because every day. But when also, Meg, dad, take those opioids. <laughs> well, every day when Meg gets home from school, her dog is always either been forgotten outside. Like, yeah, I think yeah, she yeah, describes yeah. like how there's ice formed in its paws because it's been let out, but not brought back in in time. Or it hasn't gone outside and, like, as soon as she opens the door, it, like, races out because her dad is asleep somewhere because he's pilled up. (laughs) So. Sometimes you just got to be pilled up. Sometimes. So they meet Miss McConnell and she comes in. She has a whistle. They describe her as being, um, I think, big. A large lady with a big silver whistle in her hand. But look at the cover of the book. Not large. She's just in, like, the black, like, uh, flowing gown makes her look bigger like judges robes kind of actually sometimes you think are they like big and floppy under there no i think she looks fine covers are never accurate it's just an artist's interpretation Uh, well i'm just saying miss mcconnell would you uh sure i need some time to think especially when i find out no no once we get the reveals spoiler maybe someone has a heart of gold Ooh, uh, wait, what are you talking about? Miss McConnell? Maybe someone's not this the Grinch. This rotten piece of shit, Miss <laughs> McConnell. I mean, this is a woman who refuses baby shower cake when offered. She sips water at her desk, but doesn't let anyone else go out does to she, get water. Does she like skits? Hates them. Oh, I don't know about her. Anyway, she's the worst. Um, even Gaylene says... Monday morning is going to be the beginning of the worst year ever. Did you see that woman, Meg? I bet she doesn't even like kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. So um, there's also Meg has a little sister named Lizzie who's in a perpetually happy mood. And she and her dad, their dad, they decide that they are going to make wreaths and sell them, which is an embarrassment to Meg. Right. She doesn't want her family to be selling. And also, like, these wreaths are not very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I picture them as like the Charlie Brown wreaths of wreaths. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Charlie Brown tree, but in a wreath form. So like a circular stick with a few leaves sticking off of it. Maybe maybe like one piece of holly. It's A couple berries. Yeah. <laughs> it's held together by duct tape. Yes. Um, Meg's parents, the Staffords, are fighting all the time. At one point, her mom says... We're going to have to stop getting our milk delivered by the milkman. And yeah, I wrote, that's, that's holy the crap, these people have a milkman. What? That's what? very... In the 90s? What year does it take place in, though? I mean, there's malls. 
Kids are on roller skates. It's probably like 90. Yeah. Okay. I would say 80s. When do you I think mean, was the when did the last milkman deliver his last little thing of milk? There are probably still like wealthy I, little towns in Connecticutvilles all around the United <laughs> States that have milkmen. Like I would not be surprised. It's probably actually a bougie thing now that's yeah. come back where someone's like Milkman here, taken from Daisy the cow over here this morning. You guys like haven't heard of milk. Yeah, yeah. You haven't heard of Uber Uber milk? <laughs> I, I bought that. I think in Canada they're still doing it, or it's in bags, or both. They have milk in bags there. Whoa. We had milk in bags when I lived in Wisconsin, and close to did Canada. Did they have like a like a spout, and you just like sat it in we like, like box wine? We had to cut open. That is really much weird. like I do with boxed wine. I cut it and you, just like chug it. How do you close it to whole. keep it fresh? Can I say this? This uh-huh. is off topic completely. But last night I had a comedy show at the bookstore, and any, any skits? It was BYOB, mm-hmm. and there were four people that uh, they had one box of wine. And they were passing it out and just like chugging from the box of wine, like putting their face on the, from spout the spout no. and passing it back and forth. And between comics, I was like. Guys, I have some cups in back that I can give you if you want to stop doing this because I do not want to keep seeing it. And like, we're good, dude. Yeah. Let me <laughs> let me guess. They didn't want to stop. They doing did their not want to stop doing it. It's one guy and three girls, and they just kept. No, this, we this, like to share a spout. Gross. I've kissed three sweeties basically tonight. <laughs> you got some action then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, delightful. Anyway, so these people still have a milkman, and the mom suggests canceling, and the dad's like, but we've had this milkman for 30 years or whatever. And we have to give him his Christmas bonus. Yeah. And uh, whenever her mom brings home groceries, they're generic groceries, and I'm like, this is kind of a funny quote, I thought. Um, Meg didn't mind if they ate and used generic things, as long as her family didn't start acting generic and mean. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I thought that was funny. (laughs) Is that something kids worry about? Like... Mom starts bringing home Aldi food, and you're worried that they're going to become mean. I guess I generically mean, Blake. Yeah. Gen- like, in a generic way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're you're no. I'm fine with like you being like mall mean to me, or like a, if if you're like Fendi mean, <laughs> Fenty. Never mind. Cut that. Just be uh, that joke uh, didn't play. Just be a uh, Gap mean to me, and okay, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Kmart. Yeah. So the parents get in a fight over a Christmas tree. Every year they have a blue spruce. And the mother says, it isn't a nice surprise when it will cost me a whole day's work to pay for the tree. Is it, Jack? And this has become a bone of contention for Meg because anytime anything is mentioned, the mom goes, that's three hours on my feet. Right. Yeah. Which she's not wrong. It's, it's constant. Like, I this is the thing I actually realized when I was, this is probably when I was broken as a person by capitalism. <laughs> I was like 18 or 19 and if we were going to like a shit like a punk show like hey the swinging udders are playing in <laughs> chicago and i was like okay so i take the night off work i miss five hours of work that's this much money you know like doing the math mm-hmm. on it like this is how much i'm paying to do the show i'm gonna buy a t-shirt you want a swinging udder shirt totally i'm buying the ticket how much net negative am i losing on this mm-hmm. and that's when i realized that capitalism was destroying me and that is what the mother does with everything in the book. Like, oh, you want a Christmas tree? Okay, cool. I am going to be standing on my feet. But the- it's not like that's her only job. Like, she works no, 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 during no. the day. Like, the the mom is the only person supporting this yes. family. So, do I blame her for being crabby? Not at all. No, I would be just as angry. All This is what I tell my cats every day. It's like, oh, how much more do you want me to be standing on my feet so you don't have to eat? Uh, Sam's Choice? <laughs> Shreds? Oh, so you want catnip? Do you know how many hours I have to stand on my feet for that? My tootsies hurt so much, boys. Guys, get <laughs> sitting jobs. My dogs are barking. <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> Change careers. Uh, so, the first day of school with Miss McConnell comes, and the kids all decide they hate her because she rearranged their desks into rows like first graders. There are now name tags on the desk because, you know, how is she supposed to know their names? Well, like one, we're not little fucking baby first grade bitches. Mm-hmm. We don't need them this way. Yeah, and then she updated all the Mrs. Jackson's beautiful bulletin boards. Ooh. No, <laughs> it doesn't work. 
And uh, she also sprayed the classroom with Lysol because she wants to keep germs at a minimum. And they were so angry about the smell. So mad about the smell of Lysol. Lysol. Uh, I think just generic school smell is it's worse kind than of, Lysol. Well, I think it smells kind of Lysol uh, anyway. Can I say, I would prefer to smell like fifth grade boy body odor. That, <laughs> that is the that's, smell I'm used that's to. Exactly. That's, that's what, what I know. That's what Mrs. Jackson liked. That's what I'm comfortable with. <laughs> yep. Well, meanwhile, Galena is a brat. Um, she talks about her new scarf from Benetton and waves it around in Meg's face <laughs> and flaunts it like the butthole she is. I hate her. And Miss McConnell reads to them, and apparently she's a really great reader. She does different voices for all the characters, and they're like, well, maybe she won't be so bad. Right. Like, this is their first interaction with her, and they're like, oh, she's good at doing voices. Maybe she's good. <laughs> Yeah. So Raymond is kind of the class clown of their class, and he is in on the skit with Meg and Gaylene. And they've made it through, I guess, the semifinals. <laughs> I don't know how this is done, but um, they're really excited. Mrs. Jackson was their sponsor, and they are practicing. And Raymond has a new rap, and it's... Oh God, I'm just going to read it. Merry Christmas, young and old. Time to see what's bought and sold. Time to buy some Christmas cheer, because shopping days are finally here. Can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Can you do that again no. as a wrap? No. Well, well Blake I, gives a hot beat. I'll insert it no. later, and it will be a full production. Okay. I'm not going to wrap it, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to just take all the audio from previously. And Blake, chop, chop, chop and screw it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop it, screw it. Uh, <laughs> it'll be make a tra- it, trap remix. Good. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> And so the kids are rehearsing their skit, and then Miss McConnell walks in on Gaylene, the brat, doing an impersonation of her. Um, after this, there's an incident with a tablet where Gaylene goes to get a tablet of paper from, like, the class sh- the class school supply closet or whatever. When we say tablet, we need to go back in time <laughs> and uh, explain what a tablet it is not. We used to carve on rocks with <laughs> other rocks. Essentially, yes. <laughs> like, it is not a tablet now that you would use we're talking it's a notebook flintstone stuff it's a yeah. notebook guys yeah yeah uh she goes and get it and miss mcconnell who was probably irritated that this entitled brat impersonated her so cruelly yeah scolds her and says you'll ask permission before you go and get a tablet i don't care what mrs jackson did Ooh. there you go thank you um <laughs> so gaylene comes over after school and she laughs at the christmas tree that i hate i hate gaylene so much she it's like the a Christmas... tinsel tree, yeah. It's like a tinsel tree that was her grandma's or something that the mother brought down because they can't afford their usual blue spruce. And honestly, I think tinsel trees are cool. I would have one if I could. What's a tinsel tree? It's actually, uh, it's very like, it's very mid-century modern. Like it's just a, it's a freaking tinsel tree, Blake. It's like, I know this what one tinsel is, is. It's all silver. <laughs> well, do you know what a tree is? <laughs> so a tree and made out Blake, of tinsel. put them together and. But I d- uh, Basically, it's a very artificial, artificial looking tree. Yeah. Is it where just like the silver limbs are, are like sparsely poking out? I don't know how to describe it. It doesn't have to be sparse, but it, yeah, it's like silver tinsel. Yeah. Minimalist. Limbs. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess. And um, it's really sad. <laughs> When she anyway, Gaylene laughs at the Christmas tree because she's a brat, and there is actually the description of it is kind of funny. Um, the description is its outstretched ten branches look pathetic, and even the tiny angel Lizzie had placed on top was leaning head first as though she wanted to jump off. <laughs> That's pretty funny. funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Christmas time is coming up. They're talking about their gifts for teachers now. Every year they get teachers, and Gaylene's big idea is to spread the word that no one should buy a present for Miss McConnell. It would be so funny if they came to school on the last psst, day. Psst, pass it on. It's one Hilarious. of those things. Like yeah. when, when kids are whispering, don't buy anyone a present from this. So McConnell. funny. Yeah. Guys, yeah. so yeah. funny. Also. And, oh, go on. No, no well, this is my thing. It's like a huge thing in this book is that getting your present, a present for a teacher is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Is it is though? It? You know, like. Uh, I only remember buying presents for teachers I really liked. Right. That's the thing. It's like. Mm-hmm. Like I think my favorite teacher you, was your 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 Mrs. Jackson's who are are they're getting presents, but yeah. uh, it's it's not a thing that should be expected. It's not a thing that no. should like break a teacher. When I taught high school, I was the like student teacher. When you subbed high school, no, no, yeah, yeah, sub as a sub. No, uh, should not get anything. But when I <laughs> oh wait, you student taught? I student taught. Too? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So it was I was there the whole semester, and the kids okay. liked me, and I think I got. 
two yeah. or three presents, and mm-hmm. I was just like shocked. Yeah, and that's about as many as the teacher got mm-hmm. in the same. We were the cool one who let mm-hmm. him smoke, etc. I let him smoke. <laughs> I flex my muscles every day. I was like, look how flex you my turn a chair I flex my muscles for Blake and, and Jessica, and they're both just like. Why is there no You said uh, pretty impressed. Yeah, you, thank, you know, thank you. Kids, you know who the first rapper really was? Uh, well, do you know a little guy named uh, Billy Shakespeare? Uh, Lil, Lil Shakespeare was actually uh, the, the first, first rapper was actually someone named Jesus. <laughs> Let <laughs> me do some attitudes. Then you lost. Then you lost your job. And then yeah, I got fired, and that's why I am now making money in the podcast factory. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, but my only point is yes, it's the expectation doesn't seem, especially in this economy. Well, yes. Well, this was 1990. Yeah, things were well, better. Things the were Reaganomics right. were not that good. But the, I think the thing is... We were and, a recovery as and, a nation. And this is, I think, true about pretty much every economy, is it's always bad. And for actual workers, it's it's never good. Mm-hmm. And we're always like, it was better at some point in the future or past in our head. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was good in the 90s. It wasn't good in the 80s. It was never good because the uh, capitalists want us to always... But I believe this. Yeah, like, yeah. The, no, these were actual beliefs. A lot of people got rich during the Reagan years. No, but... people get rich, but it yeah, is... Yeah. It, the, the, the the people in For power... For workers, it's getting never rich. been good. Right. Like, the father was never going to be rich, the mother was never going to be rich. For workers, maybe it's never been good unless you were a worker in the 50s when only one income was needed and you had enough money to own a home and buy a car and take your family on vacations and pay for your kids college it on one income like that it, was probably the only good time ever it it it, it was easier to believe you know mm-hmm. what i mean like like a thing that we don't think or talk about is that in the 50s mm-hmm. like we used to be able to do all of that on one income mm-hmm. and now 90 like a ton of households have two incomes they have mm-hmm. a mother and a father working struggling or two dinks and 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 two dinks still can't afford still anything. can't afford anything and and still not being able to afford anything yeah and I I cannot imagine being a serious person and thinking capitalism you know, the people that think capitalism is working are the dumbest people alive Josh and thinking that American capital I I know we're getting close to forty five no wait it's working exactly as no, it's no, no. supposed it's, it, to it is Josh. working as exactly like mm-hmm. uh, we are enriching Jeff Bezos and the people that are supposed to be enriched by the system and it's working. But just imagine thinking like, oh, no, this is good. I'm not going to vote for Bernie Sanders. I'm going to vote for Trump again because uh, he'll he'll make it legal for me to yell at people who want safe spaces or whatever. The only people. (laughs) Yeah, it's the the dumbest. It's the dumbest idea that people have in their head about why they should vote conservative when they're not rich. The only people who should vote conservative ever or even libertarian are rich people. Like that's the only. They do have. Sorry, yes, they have no. a reason. They yeah. have a vested interest in in, in doing this or yes. voting for uh, someone like Trump or Joe Biden or anyone that's. But instead, like in the eighties, and Bloomberg. Uh, this, this is why people tune in to an episode <laughs> of a young adult podcast about Miss McConnell, Merry Christmas or whatever. I th- that's where, like midway through that, I was like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be talking about a Christmas book and how much I literally love Christmas. We love Christmas, the most capitalist of yeah. holidays. But I still do love it. Hates, and hates capitalism, loves Christmas. Loves it. No, yeah, don't, don't think wrong. about it. Like, Don't well, think about it. I'm brainwashed by the society I've come out of but hallmark shirt at the same at the same wear my hallmark shirt yeah <laughs> my mother sent it to me like don't drag my mom <laughs> yeah let's talk about that tight 45 on the run okay here we go here we go here okay we go. Let, let's so, let's go let's Galen's go Galen's idea no presents for miss mcconnell because she will be so embarrassed that she will just quit and they won't have to look at her anymore and it Did might just imagine? work <laughs> do you imagine no christmas present <laughs> well i resign this job not going to like honestly if my employers can give me a Christmas present this year, I'm going to not come back to the store. If Just there are no presents from Googie under the tree, Googie is homeless. Yeah. So. At long last. Watch out. So there's more fights between mom and dad. The kids have to write an essay about the meaning of Christmas. I'm just going to really go fast here. We get Lizzie's can Christmas I, can wish, I which is really say the sad. Fart? Can I talk about the fart? Wait, what? I can't remember the fart. Are we there yet? Page 49. Okay, I passed it. So yeah, we'll talk about the fart. A shrill toot cut across the room. Okay, that's all I have to say about the fart. 
<laughs> Out of context. Wait, farts. what page was that? Forty nine. Okay, hold on. I want to find. Okay, this sorry. <laughs> Just no. I love that I have no context for this. No context fart. Like this no. That that that's my new uh, Twitter account. Yeah, exactly. no, context no context farts. Farting. It's just always me posting farts from uh, books. That was the tablet. That was Mrs. McConnell whistling. The toot was the sound oh of my. the whistle. <laughs> because oh, it was okay. when Gaylene got up to get the tablet. That's right. Yeah. I wrote it down as a fart, and I forgot about it. <laughs> that was a, f- a false fart flag. I thought maybe it was a Raymond being a class clown <laughs> thing. Like, because he's the class not, clown. So. Not cool to... <laughs> Sorry maybe. to excite you with farts, Blake. Yeah, I got excited. Okay. Sorry, Blake. You know I like that kind of humor. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Lizzie's uh, Christmas wish. She, once again, is the selfless always positive little sister of Meg. She wants um, easy puzzles for her pop with no trees on it. A new Because sc- <laughs> <laughs> he hates puzzles with trees. Um, pop trees. <laughs> a new scarf for Meg and a blue spruce for mom. Nothing for herself. Selfless. Mm, what, a, what a nice little girl. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> No, she off- sucks. Like, it's, it, it, it's one of those parodies of, like, such a nice kid that you're like, I hate this kid. Um, so Pop uh, decides he's going to start, um, he's still taking his pills, and he decides he's going to try to start being more active, and he promises that he's going to buy a blue spruce to surprise their mom. Let's they have see. had a number of fights in the book about, about this damn going Christmas to, tree. about, yes, yes, where where the girls are like, we're going to go buy a blue spruce to surprise mom, and the mom's like, that's five hours of me being on my feet. Like, And she just like shouts at the dad, and he's just like broken in the this kitchen the worst well they, and the kids are overhearing it and they're like this sucks. go out in your car like the simpsons do yeah 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 don't fight where your kids can hear you turn the radio up <laughs> so there's an incident at school with a note uh it was a note with a very mean uh poem about miss mcconnell on it raymond hands Ooh. it to meg and asks her to get rid of it miss mcconnell had stepped out of the room for a minute and gaylene is the class monitor when meg gets up to throw it away Gaylene is kind of once again impersonating Miss McConnell and scolds her and she takes the note and starts to read it out loud and Meg tries to get it back knocks over Miss McConnell's water and Miss McConnell comes back in the room and they're cleaning up the water and Miss McConnell finds the note because it never got ripped up and tossed away like it should have been you have uh skipped the biggest plot point in the entire book for some reason what, when Galen got her ears double pierced? <laughs> no, I have that down here. Oh, okay. Uh, that they like her now. Because of... Th- the Lincoln thing. The Lincoln thing. Yeah. They decide that they might like her now. It always goes back and forth. But 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 at this point, mm-hmm. they're like, maybe she's not so bad. But they do that a lot, though. They do that after she reads the story to them the first but day. me reading it, I'm like, maybe this bit's ain't so bad. You know, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm back on her side where... Look, I'm always on her side. Miss McConnell. Teaching is hard. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I, 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 she talks about Lincoln and like, it's like one chapter mm-hmm. and everyone's just so like enwrapped yeah. in, in her explaining. Am I missing something? Why is Lincoln uh, winning her over? She, the, the way she talks about the assassination the way, of Lincoln. Yeah. They wins they, over the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's like history Blake, came alive. it does it. You have to, you have to read it in context. Like history came alive to them and she talks about like, <laughs> she, like how. She after, probably just voice like. Hello, I am and like oh no, I'm Lincoln and I just got shot and I'm bleeding and this hurts. I, she did the voice just like that. Yeah. I'm bleeding over here. I'm Lincoln. I'm bleeding over here. Uh yeah. Uh, the uh, Irishman. I <laughs> haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh it, it, I thought about talking about that, but I did skip over it in the interest of saving time. And but, now, the, but, that, but that's the key point. Save any time. No, I know. You can't but I figured it's just one of the back and forth things where the kids like her and then they decide they don't like her and then they but like that's, her. And that's the only happens. reason they're ashamed of what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Is they decided maybe she isn't so bad. And that's why Raymond wants to get rid of this note. But right. why he doesn't get why off does his he ass, hand it around? Why he doesn't get off his ass and rip it up and throw it away himself, I don't know. Why does he want Meg to read it? The whole, because it's funny. <laughs> I guess. It it, the, the, that whole scene is weird, and we know what's happening because we uh, are reading a children's book and know <laughs> the next plot point. Yeah, hold on. Let me, actually, I can get to the, I mean, I'll read what it says. It's kind of the updated rap for the skit, and he's talking about a Swatch Watch. Like, he changed it to, like, a 12 Days of Christmas kind of skit. And then down at the bottom of the page was a whole poem. 
And the poem was Fee Fi Fiddle Dee Dio. <laughs> Sorry, this is really dumb. I have this written down. This McConnell chick has got to go. She's news too bad to print or say. She's the witch of the East and she's in my way. And then Raymond's like, get rid of it. But they're passing around the class and then. Well, he just hands it to Meg and tells Meg to. Well, he wanted to read the 12 Days of Christmas thing, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then he wants her to get rid of it because of the poem at the bottom. No, get off your butt and get rid of it yourself, you jerk. Anyway, so Miss McConnell does the, the traditional classic thing where she pulls the kids out in the hall. You know you're in big trouble oh, yeah. in elementary school when you get pulled out in the hall by the teacher. So she pulls Meg and Gaylene and Raymond out in the hall. The whole the whole skit crew? The whole skit crew. And she's Dang. like, guess what? I think your skit is horrible. And I'm not going to sponsor you. <laughs> sorry. And it's, I think not she sorry. even says like, it's not about what she said about me. It's like, I don't want other people to be hurt. Maybe that's later. You're just bullies, is essentially what she says. Uh, no, she just says, I don't want you three representing my fifth grade class. No, she says that earlier. Is Okay, later. anyway, She it. says, this Christmas skit is bringing out certain things in you three that yeah. I'm not happy with, not only because I was the victim in this case, but because I see the danger of other victims, children who might not be able to handle your biting humor. And Raymond says, this means war. <laughs> That's not what happened. She was, That's a quote. He she wasn't ready for their, uh, yeah. I can't, for their I brand of uh, sardonic, uh, politically incorrect humor. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, uh, Dennis Leary, student Dennis Leary, just smoking a cigarette and be like, I'm going to take her down. <laughs> One of my favorite things is when Gaylene, <laughs> Gaylene points out, at lunch, after they've been told that their skit is canceled, she says, <laughs> she says, and my dad has been charging up the VCR camera for the past week so he could record us. Rub it in that you have a camcorder. Just rub everything in. Oh, Real it only cool takes gaming. a week to charge. Yeah, okay. I know that too. That made me laugh. I don't think that sounds right, but okay, maybe. Uh, so this is one of those points where the dad has promised they're going to get a spruce again. So um, despite having the skit canceled, Meg goes home in, in high hopes and good cheer because they're going to get that blue spruce tonight. And when they get Josh home... is trying to do the high hopes dance because... <laughs> you just... said high hopes I and did, I have to do the Mayor Pete dance now. Magic words. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, so Meg and Lizzie set about getting the living room ready for the blue spruce. They take down the tin tree. They pack up all the ornaments and they rearrange the living room so there's room for the tree right in front of the window and meg goes up to wake up their dad who is asleep and he says that opioid addict just like his back is out and he's yeah. like Ugh. yeah and he says guess i'm sorry but your mom doesn't want to spend any money that she's already has saved for christmas and <laughs> this reminds me of my little my my niece elliot meg who is several years older than my niece elliot says we're gonna go get that tree anyway <laughs> and she goes outside with her sister and they shovel the driveway so dad can get out easy and pop never comes down. Mom comes. I think they both fall asleep, right? They take little naps because they're so tired from the, the snow shoveling. Um, mom, shoveling is the worst. Can I say that? Uh, I it really hate is. I hate it. snow shoveling. Ugh, it's really tiring. I did not like it as a kid. I, I still don't like it. Does like anybody it, like love it? No, but like as a kid, like that's like the worst thing you can have to Probably. do. It's really not that bad as an adult. It's just snow, unless you live on like a huge plot of land and have to shovel like a, a miles long. I... Path. At that point, just buy a plow. <laughs> Sorry, it's not as well. I grew up in Wisconsin, so yeah. it was like a constant. We're here. It's like maybe twice a year that you get a really good snow that you might have to go and clear the and, sidewalk. Yeah, and we had to do it, like, a lot there. Wisconsin, yeah. you had to dig a tunnel from your house <laughs> to the school. Look, Blake, you're trying to do, like, a, yeah, yeah, you're one of those little bitches that are, like, in my day. No, I'm we saying. Had to, no, but honestly. I'm making fun of Wisconsin weather. I know it's bad. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, people, the way you guys do it here. Yeah is we always had to go to school like it wasn't a thing where uh, they would cancel school for the stuff they cancel school for they cancel school one day this year already mm -hmm. which Insane. was crazy we yeah. have not had any day that should be uh to all of our international listeners what's up tom uh uh there, we there's there, yeah there, there there's no days at this point in springfield weather that should have yeah. been canceled i mean did it even why would they cancel school this year? I think, I think the roads were slick that morning. 
No, Maybe. yeah, the, the, they they showed in like a two hour late start, if anything. It's all about their shitty buses. That's the whole thing. No, I know, I know. You want to protect children. The buses are. Terrible. I don't care about children. Let them. No, me neither. But their buses are just so sweet. Her after every child. I'm sure that but, the buses are probably in, in horrible disrepair. Like they're, they're the same buses from when we went. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Tires are just like bald. Literally the the same the same buses. Same I mean, drivers too. I would. I mean, let's face it. I wouldn't. It's yeah, all yeah. auto. It's all auto from the Simpsons. <laughs> I wish only. we had auto. We had like a, a octogenarian. Yeah, we always had curmudgeonly old men. You have some yeah. guy named, like, Neil, who was just like, ah, bon, kid. We had some guy named, like, Abner, Elmer. That was the type of bus driver <laughs> yeah. we had. Okay, sorry. We're talking about a book. Yeah, let's get this done. So, <laughs> now I want to talk about Mom buses. comes home from Is work. Is this our most phoned-in episode ever? Maybe. No, no, but you got ten minutes. Go. We got ten minutes. But is this our most phoned-in episode ever? No, I think it's great. Well, we read the book. It's not like we didn't read the book. There's I think a, if we didn't notes. read the yeah. book. There's extensive notes. Uh-huh. This is for real. Now, yeah. ten minutes. Go. Okay, so, <laughs> gotta make this goal, guys. So, um, Gailey and Raymond show up because they want Meg's mom to take them to see Mrs. Jackson's baby. Ooh. She just had her baby be named Holly um, and they want to be the first kids in fifth grade to see it and I, I love that they named her Holly. like we have to keep this Christmas themed <laughs> Mrs. Jack like Remember you the- know you're gonna name her uh, uh, Holly or a uh, wreath no Ma- two I was gonna say Mary or manger Noel <laughs> manger is not a name <laughs> uh no this little kid is named mistletoe <laughs> <laughs> my baby's name so is stupid package Okay, so Amazon that, Prime. The uh, that's my boy's name. If you know what I'm saying, me and Blake just like high fiving fifty room. times over here because mm-hmm. our boy's got a big dick. Okay, go okay. on. So, um, Mrs. Stafford, Meg's mom, Ooh. is making sandwiches to eat real quick, and she sends <laughs> she sends Lizzie up to get Pop, and Pop is not in the room. And this has happened a couple times in the book where I think Pop is in danger, and there. Are, like he's really depressed. He's on opioids, you know, painkillers. No, the he's time. an addict and he's sad and we don't know where he's he is. He's in a lot of pain. But this has happened at another point in the book where there's some weird setup. And I'm like, oh, my God, if this book ends in a Lurleen McDaniel fashion where they find the father hanging by sheets in his room or something like that, I, I can't do it. If, I can't. If, if it's the sad Epstein ending. Where uh, just a sad Epstein didn't boy. Epstein didn't uh, okay, sad, just, okay, 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 psychopath. Okay, maniac. Let's all. <laughs> uh, I believe the status quo uh, story of. Anyway, uh, 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 so Pop is missing. Yes. Yeah. So um, Mrs. Stafford gets in a panic. She's like, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take you guys to the hospital so you can see this damn baby. Since you're driving me nuts about this baby." Gaylene, of but course, the, is the like, dad we gotta is, be first. We gotta the, be first. The dad is missing at this point. Why is Gaylene's rich driver not driving these kids around? <laughs> I assume she has one. Um, anyway. On, can I do a voice? Yes. For, for, got, for whom? You gotta see the baby. <laughs> is it one of those? The mother's not telling them to see okay. it. Yeah. I just, no. you, I, I heard something about a baby. They I, just want to be the first they to, want see to see the baby. Mrs. Jackson's baby. Okay, also, you, you gotta this see the to baby. me was weird. That, like... If my teacher had a baby, I'd be like, cool, lady. Yeah. Let me just stay at my house. and I don't care. But, but they're obsessive about it. They're obsessed with her. It's yeah. really unhealthy. So anyway, um, they go to the hospital. Mrs. Uh, Stafford, Meg's mom, drops them off there so they can see the baby. And then she and Lizzie are going to go drive around and find Pop because he's got to be out there walking around somewhere because he didn't take a car. The car's still there. He's nowhere in the house. So... They go, they see the baby, and here's what I mean by seeing the baby. They literally talk to a nurse. They look at a baby! The nurse goes to the nursery where babies used to be. Remember they had the big picture windows? Now babies are under lock and key. They don't do the windows? I don't think they do that anymore. I think that... Surely they have No, I think... No, I think that now, every time I've been... Like, when my sisters had babies... The baby sleeps with the mother now. Because now weirdos are like looking in those windows. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm most I'm doing the uh, the the gif of like yeah. the guy behind the, the guy tree rubbing his hand. Well, no, think about the security we had to go through to go see Asher. I know, but they they always Asher Roth. Now you have to now you have to get your picture taken and put on a little visitor sticker with your picture on it. 
So they are know people who stealing you are. babies? I think so. Okay. And then, like, the babies now, they have, like, tiny little private rooms, I think, for almost all the mothers now. And the baby sleeps in there with the mother. Okay. So it, it's... So there's not a big nursery where they just throw babies in, like, and people can come so and look at them. So would you say it's similar to, like, when I go to, like, a... a like an adult store and they have the private dancer and I put in the money and I just watch that's her not, dance. That's not a real thing. Is, is that, is, is that what it's I like? I think that when happens. You, go, is that another thing? I think it is. Uh, it's not a thing here. Probably in big cities. I'm, not, I'm, I'm mostly basing this on the Diablo Cody book <laughs> where I'm basing her it memoir. On... Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I like, have it. I haven't read it. She Candy talks Girl. about being a stripper. It's called Candy Girl. Candy I, I haven't Girl. read it, yeah, but yeah. I have it. It's, yeah. pretty, it. it's pretty good. Like, okay, well, I was trying to sound like a huge pervert who was in the know, and now everyone is looking at me in this Look, room. Look, I've like seen I'm movies. A, I know what... I know like what, I'm a dummy? I know what private booth dancing girls are. No, we That's what I'm trying to... Yeah. That was my joke about babies, and now yeah. everyone thinks I'm a private pervert, dancer. and I don't even get points for doing a good <laughs> joke. Dancing the, for money. Lose, lose. <laughs> so the nurse basically goes into the, the nursery area where babies are kept... Raises the baby Lion King Simba style. He's like, here's go, the baby. And they're like, Enjoy. oh, yay, baby. And then they leave. That yeah. was the entire thing that they threw the biggest fit about having to do. Yeah. So in the elevator on the way down, Raymond gets sick and passes out. I guess motion sickness, like immediately. I don't know. There's something about smells in the elevator, too. I don't know. He passes out. They stop on the nearest floor trying to get him to feel better and... Meg goes around looking for water or a Coke machine or something and finds a sign like on the like a bulletin. And it talks about how Miss McConnell is hosting a party or like if you're going to bring something, contact Miss McConnell. She's like, that can't be our Miss McConnell. She's not that awful piece of shit. There's no way. What's happening in that room? Well, she they're on the children's floor. Okay, And so she sees like kids coming out of some room and she goes in and peeks in and there's Miss McConnell reading to all these children. What? Wait, I thought she was a rotten fucking bitch that we hate. Apparently. Wait, are you saying she had like a heart of gold? She's got the biggest (sighs) heart of gold. Wait, Miss McConnell? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back this shit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman who made the, the name the tags on the has desks. actually done nothing wrong up until this point. It turns out she loves children. She reads loves She's children. volunteering her time. I thought to, she didn't even like kids. Volunteers her time to sick children at hospitals. And like on a regular Not basis. Not our Miss McConnell. On I, a regular basis. She also... The nurses, she, uh, Meg over here's nurses talking about Miss McConnell. And they say, man, she's such a trooper. She just had surgery on her throat. A couple weeks ago. From screaming then, at kids so much. <laughs> and then Miss McConnell blows her whistle, you know, and Meg is kind of spying on them. And the kids all quiet down. And she's like, thank you. You remember what I said about my throat hurting? And I appreciate that, you guys. That's why she has a whistle. So she doesn't have to, like, use her loud voice. Anyway, she's adored by the nursing staff. Queens. But she space. still and makes people yeah. call her Miss McConnell at the hospital well, where I, she I, volunteers? I don't know, Blake. What What do you want? Do you want to call her like Dorothy? I don't know. Hey, her uh, name. hey, hey, fucking Debbie. I'm, <laughs> call her by your I, name. I'm a sick kid over here, man. It's like that movie. Call her by her name. That's exactly like that. Movie. Just like that, Blake. Movie. Nailed it. Yeah. Call me by my own Blake, name. you suck. Hasn't seen it. <laughs> I've, I, you haven't. Wait, he hasn't he seen hasn't. it? He hasn't. I've seen it. Quit you, the have podcast. you really not seen it? He's nah. not seen it. Can I, can I sing the song? What song? Uh, this is I know the Sufjan song. I have heard that. Oh, the closing credits song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Timothy Chalamet just crying beautifully. Oh, well, no. me crying with him crying. Well, and yes. it's just like the perfect like. If I was reading this book, I'd probably be crying at the reveal of her reading to, to orphans. Did, did you never. Did, you saw it, though, right? I saw it. Yes, I saw it in the theater. I did. And you did not. The only Timothy Chalamet vehicle I will watch is Little Women. You've seen Lady Bird. He was in that? Mm hmm. Man, and the only the the only Chalamet movie that Blake will watch is that uh, picture of him like doing that gross kiss on that uh, like boat with With his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch The King on Netflix. I don't know what that is, but okay, The King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, Meg says internal monologue. She's thinking maybe the fifth grade at St. James didn't deserve the real Miss McConnell anymore. Ooh. So she tells. Gaylene and Ray, and of course they don't believe her, so she drags them back. And so they're all three watching Miss McConnell as she plays with these kids. 
And then they go downstairs and dad is back. He went to go get a blue spruce Christmas tree on foot, by the way. Like, did he call an Uber? How did he do this? How did he sneak out of the house on foot, walk with his back pain to None get a Christmas tree? None of this makes tree? sense. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. didn't. I think there's a really long explanation that they had been making. He made money looking at blueprints. No, no, he was he making was money. Like, he was selling. Uh, and uh, wreaths. But he wreaths, was also yeah. consulting, I guess, on blueprints yeah. for people. No one knew and the mom didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. at least tell your your fucking like surprise. Yeah. So Christmas vacation is looming near. Uh, Meg and Gaylene both bring presents for Miss McConnell, but most of the class didn't. And then they overhear Miss McConnell asking a teacher for help with her volunteer work at the hospital. She promised all her kids a special gift, but is is afraid she won't be able to come through. So in class that day, Miss McConnell calls on her students to help with the children at the hospital. The children volunteer to bring treats and make cards. And Raymond offers that they perform the Christmas skit for the kids. Miss um, McConnell is hesitant because uh, of the content of the skit. The last one, it ended with... Wiki wiki rap, you suck shit, Miss McConnell, or like something like that. Like, like I don't know if I want you to uh, do this for these kids that I volunteer for yeah. in the hospital. My name is Mikey, and I'm here to say Miss McConnell sucks shit in a major way. Anyway, it's in a manger way because it's still right. Christmas, right. yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, Gotta make that's Christmas better. Day. Thank yeah. you for the pun. Thank yeah. you for the note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My future baby, Manger. So Raymond <laughs> Raymond assures her that it's fine, and they go and perform the skit. And Raymond even sings a new version of Jingle Bells, which I thought was highly inappropriate. Oh, here we go. Jingle Balls, probably. No, it was more like the Jingle Hang Bells, on. Batman Smells kind of I was going to say, is there anything about Batman's body odor in this? Because that is inappropriate. Can I say you're me. in the absolutely wrong book? You're holding a babysitter's <laughs> oh club book. I was like, wait, why are these kids talking about anorexia? Jess, I was like, confused. what on earth is she doing? Jess is thumbing through Babysitter's Club, BSC number one, <laughs> looking for for a passage from the book we're doing right now. I just grabbed the I mean, I stared at it for like Look, 10 seconds. And I was like, this apple is- paper. No, 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 no. You, you're, you're not insane to be holding that book, but I, I was like. the wrong one. I don't even think you have the right books out. And I mean, I'm, not, I'm no expert. Just don't worry about it, Blake. All right. So, okay, here's his Jingle Bell song. It's Jingle Bells, Homework Smells, Let's Decorate the Tree. Oh, what fun it is to play baseball and monop- Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, Jingle Bells, Homework Smells, School Gets in the Way. Let's throw our books into the lake and go outside and play. Sucks. Number Don't one, like these it. kids are sick and they can't even go to school. Raymond, you jerk. You know what? I bet they would like to go to school. Mm-hmm. What a dick. They'd also like to be able to go outside and play, though, to be fair. Uh, anyway, so that's true, too. Um, so they do their skit and... Um, should I read all of it? It's so long. No, don't. no, no I, time. There's I, no time. I didn't like the song. I didn't like the skit. They I, they dedicate their app to the kids and Miss McConnell, and basically it ends. It does get um, Jesusy. I guess. Whoa. <laughs> I guess it does get Christmassy. Is there an eleventh hour like religious thing going on? Well, they're a Catholic school. Yeah. Oh, so okay. th- they talk about like holy stars and about wise men and. They fake Miss McConnell for the Holy Star. But there's not like a, a, a hidden message at the end of the book that's like, by the way, get no, saved. No, 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 no. So Miss McConnell cries and she's happy and she says, guess what, guys? I'm going to sponsor your your skit. And I never really withdrew it. And I'm glad I didn't. Oh, so is lying not uh, <laughs> a sin, Miss McConnell? <laughs> yeah. Ouch. So everyone says, Merry Christmas. And... Meg says, Merry Christmas, Miss McConnell. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. The end. It's a little, that's kind of like plagiarizing uh, Dickens, but okay. Uh, I mean, they all. How? Like, uh, all just... Christmas stories have to end that way with people discovering the true meaning of Christmas. And... God bless you. Yeah. Every, God everyone. bless us, everyone. Every yeah. time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Every um, time. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. The, the endings, these are all cheesy. I mean, they have to be. I didn't. Christmas is kind of. This one, I could take it. My whole thing is they need to make her worse more earlier because they never really made her bad. It was she just never their was ex- bad. It was their expectation that she would be bad. And to me, it was like, oh, this, you know, like the first time she has a, a, a chance to perform for them. Mm-hmm. She was cool. I agree. It's, it's all it's a comedy of errors. 
It's a rear window situation. Honestly, it it really was. But even even not even because there was no on her part there was nothing anything that was done wrong. You know what? I'm just glad that they got that fucking blue spruce. So the end. Oh, man, that blue of spruce about made me so mad. Spruce. You know what? Hey, you know what? You privileged brat. I never had a Christmas tree in my house in my life. Really? No, my mom never put them up. Um, instead, we would chip in and buy a really nice real Christmas tree and put it up at my aunt's where we would have like our family Christmas dinner and present exchange. So we never had like a fake tree or a real tree in my house as a kid ever. We had the like. Also, we lived in like tiny apartments. Like we never owned a home. So what was the point? Like, why would you buy a beautiful tree when you live in a shitty basement apartment or something? Are you guys going to do a tree? I want. We used to do tiny trees. We have a tiny tree. I'm going to put it up probably tomorrow. We also have a flat wall tree. We do have a flat wall tree that we can hang up to. For people with very little space, you can mm-hmm. do a two-dimensional tree. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I forgot to make my, uh, at work, my employee decorate for Christmas yesterday because I do have some fake trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with fake trees. We just never put any up. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not going to get it like a I real I think tree. we had the same shitty fake tree from about 1984 to 2000. Like we don't use the S word in this show, just so you know. Anyway, I don't mind fake trees because I think which they're... S word? I, I don't know. They're least. I think I've said like... a lot of bad words. Probably. <laughs> anyway, you're over time. So uh, what's up? Yeah, I, we had to go. Here's what I'll say, Jessica. Uh-huh. What did you think about this book? Uh... Is this the worst book we've done that didn't have? Hold on. Question not over. That did not have a brother deep mouth kiss his sister. Ouch. Where. It looked like Timothy Chalamet on that boat, like just like tonguing that that Yikes. woman. I'm not going to say it's like a, a bad book. I don't think it's poorly written. Is it I just our think worst book? That I think we've it's done. just really bland. How mu- we've done what? This is episode 13. Yep. Uh-huh. This is our worst one, right? I th- I would say this is just. Uh, I don't. Think I don't so. like it. I'm just. I was having less fun when you guys I were talking it, about BC Andrews. I gave it like two stars. I gave it two stars as well. I think I, get, I think I wrote 2.5, and then I wrote, I hate Gaylene. Here's the thing. It's normally, like, I have a ton of notes when you're done, like, going through it. And this one, I was just going through it, and I was like, yep, yep, yep. Nope, she's hit every point I've talked about. This sucks. Yep, this sucks. Uh, I wrote down, oh, the only note I have is that... The girl forgot to put in meatloaf in the oven. That's true. She did. That's and, why they were making sandwiches. And they had to have mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly. And but but then the mom's actually really good in this. And it's it, it is a mom thing where she could like put on a show and be nice to the friends. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like she was like, "Oh, hello, kids," because mm-hmm. her friends were over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's anyway. a mom thing. I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when when your mom is like listening to little Apple piece, the phone rings and like. Hello, Kathy Arnett here. <laughs> Hello, nice mom here. Yeah, and then as yeah. soon as she hangs up, you okay, piece of shit. Okay, the other thing, you little pieces of... Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, I never no. wanted you as a son. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, okay, so what, final nobody, rating... Nobody else heard that? Two. No, uh, I give Blake one star as a son, but I give this okay. book two stars. That's fair. Or two little hooves, mm-hmm. but I put them on the opposite end, so it can kind of walk... <laughs> It can walk around a little bit, but it's it falls over a to, lot. It's to punish the horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it could be better, but it's just not doing what yeah. it should. I'll still do 2.5. I'm Fair. a little nicer. Fair. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst book I've ever read, but it's right in the middle. 2.5. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's it. Um, So our next book, you have it over there by you, Josh, if you want to. Is another uh-huh. hell yeah, hell holiday yeah. classic. So, Hello, queens. <laughs> do you love Christmas? I do. And uh, next month, we're going to be talking about a family. Next month? Next week. Next next uh, episode. Next episode. Keep it that you. way. Yeah. We're going to be talking about it in five minutes. But uh, to, <laughs> to the listener. Uh, Blake, to the listener. don't let them behind the curtain. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're going to be talking about a little family called the Herdmans. And these kids, are they good? The worst. No. Are they washed? Are, are are they maybe are they maybe bad boys and bad girls? Yes. Maybe. Bad boys. But do these Is that hard? If we looked really close, could it be gold? We'll find out together. So, we are reading the worst? No, that's crossed out on the cover. The best Christmas pageant ever. This is so The dumb. worst strikeout best Christmas pageant ever. Yeah. There we go. Everyone knows you all know what it is. It's the best Christmas pageant ever. Is it? Know, it's a classic. You don't know what the fuck it is. I read it in school. Uh, so. I did really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I didn't, but I saw the movie 400 times as a kid. Mm-hmm. We I watched love the movie it. in school as well as read it. And we'll talk about the movie when we talk about the book. I rewatched it. Watched I watched it, it today. Did you? Yes. Okay, yeah. I watched it last night, two nights ago. You told me it was Friday night. Last night, you we whenever were, I went out. You were I, no condition to watch things last night. Oh. <laughs> Bad boy. I watched it two nights ago. Okay, anyway, we're, we're going to talk about it. It's a great book. It's a great movie. Uh... Shut up, like, okay. love you all. I forget what yeah, we'll say at the end. So anyway, uh, thank you. Thank you, Producer Blake. Um, you can find us on Instagram at AreYouTherePod. Um, if you have any comments or suggestions or want to share any funny teen stories, email us at AreYouTherePodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to say anything about how good my muscles are. <laughs> I'm only I'm doing a muscle flex for Jessica and Blake, and they're both. Not approving. <laughs> Rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate it. We love that love. Spread that love. Likes get li- <laughs> likes for likes, follows for follows, and uh... that's right. So until next time, we'll see you later, horse girls. Merry Christmas, young and old. Time to see what's bought. Sold. Time to buy some Christmas cheer. Cause shopping days are finally here. Merry Christmas, young and old. Time to see what's bought. Sold. Time to buy some Christmas cheer. Cause shopping days are finally here. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Ho ho ho.